Hey, good morning, podcast listeners. Today I'm here with Sabriel Parker. We are at Mods Cafe here in Salt Lake City, Utah. And I'm just really curious to sit down with Sabriel today and learn about Mods. Uh, it's located here on 9th South. 422 West and I believe there's a really cool story behind it so I hope you guys enjoy this episode yeah so simple as that we are now recording awesome. and uh, what I like to do right off is just kind of introduce yourself right. kind of your role here yeah and then you can tell us about mods okay awesome my name is Sabriel Parker and I am the manager uh, for the cafe and kind of the program manager as well so we are part of Volunteers of America, and we operate as a work training program for youth ages 18 to 24 that are experiencing homelessness. And we offer eight to 12 week internships that help them learn kind of basic job skills. A lot of these youth have never had a job before at all. Um, and if they have, we just help you know, develop good practices, being on time, being wearing appropriate clothing, uniform, how to interact with people, basic job skills, but then also how to make coffee and uh, customer service, a little bit of food, things like that. Uh, I've worked in coffee for six or seven years now, and when I saw this posting, I was really excited because uh, when I first started working in coffee, it gave me a lot of structure, you know, in my 20s, I was kind of wandering around and didn't really know what I wanted to do or where I was going. And I started working for public. Well, I'd worked some coffee before that, but working for public gave me a lot of structure. And I learned how to make coffee uh, in a different way, like the art of it, you know, and I started to get good. Yeah. And it made me feel really proud of what I was doing. Uh, I was more excited about that job than I'd been about any other job. It gave me a lot of community and uh, just a lot of structure in my life, and that was really important. So when I saw this, I thought that was such a great way to give these youth structure as well, to kind of anchor them to. And it's really amazing to see when they produce something that they're proud of and they love and can give to somebody else, just what that brings them is yeah, super beautiful. That confidence. And yeah. Like you said, uh, just fulfillment. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then, I mean, the actual art of it is really great. You know, when they can make something that also looks beautiful yeah. and give it to someone, they're so excited, you know? And I mean, I feel the same way too. I make a beautiful latte and I'm like, yeah, I totally want to give you this, you know? Um, and so it's just really great to be able to pass on what I learned um, and give them that sense of fulfillment and pride yeah, as well. Definitely. So, so uh, my mom actually has been spending a lot of time next door, probably yeah. for about four or five years now. Yeah. It's a homeless youth shelter. Yes, it right? is. And so... You know, she'll sort through the clothing, um, she'll serve the breakfast and all that. And it's kind of the same thing. It just brings her so much joy and fulfillment right. to feel like she's creating value. She's not doing it for the money. She's retired. You yeah. Know, but she literally works all the time just for fun. It's yeah. so cool. So she's the one that first told me about the cafe. And, 
you know, not only is it something we need in this area, a coffee shop, so it's a great business plan, but to be able to bring in kids and educate them, that's super, super cool. Yeah. Have you had like a few of the kids that kind of graduated and moved on to coffee shops? Yeah. So we've been open for about a year and a half now. And we are really close with Mark Miller Subaru. They're a great sponsor of ours. And they have two cafes inside of two of their dealerships. And we've had one of our graduates move on over there. And then uh, our other youth, they don't always work in coffee, but um, they've been placed elsewhere. So we help them find other employment while they're here too. We also help them find housing. Uh, But just teaching them how to make something and do something and give them those like dynamic adaptable skills that coffee shops you really need Mm -hmm. you know so uh being able to make food and uh interact with people that's that's all really vital too and those are all part of making coffee right is that connection true you know so yeah i also manage a coffee shop and you know, when people come in for an interview, they tell you one thing, but then you get them behind the bar and they're super shy or yeah. they lack certain things. And so, yeah, the more you can teach them how to just get any job, right. that's super cool. Yeah, that's really important to us is the interview skills and uh, how that translates to actually working. You know? So it's awesome. So we take youth that are staying at the Youth Resource Center, which is right next door. Um, and then we also take them from the transition homes that VOA has. And they have to be receiving services through VOA, but these, these kids are just, they're awesome. And they're so ready to make their life different. You know, they're at that point that yeah. they, and of course, you know, we have some turnover, but um, for the most part, we just have people that are really excited to be here and uh, to learn new things and to move their life into a different direction. Right. So, and we have amazing customers. So we are open to the public and we try to use as many local products as we can. We use Cafe Ibis because they're just really accessible and, you know, good established coffee. And then we use Strusel Bakery for our pastries, and they're located really close. They do awesome, really unique stuff. Um, And then try to source our other products locally as well. Um, But then our customer base, they are just some of the kindest, most wonderful people. And that's something, I mean, working in food service and retail for most of my working life, you know, you can get some intense interactions yeah. and here that just doesn't happen the vibes is totally different so different you know everybody here just is really excited about what we're doing and these youth get to know the regulars which was such a big deal for me yeah. in coffee too you know the people who came in to see me and yeah. loved me and that happens here as well which is so great and another part of a coffee shop job that I feel like sometimes gets glossed over but I've seen that sense of community be really important here yeah this part of town also has been building for the last five ten years oh yeah it's coming up it really is it's awesome so we're in the granary district and we're part of art space so we have all the studios around here 
and then the people who live in the apartments as well, which is awesome just to have that customer base here already. And I mean, it's not the most walkable place, you know, so we don't have a whole lot of outside traffic. So if you guys want to come down, we'd love to have you. Yeah. Um, but art space is great. We love them. Absolutely. That's awesome. Let's uh, let's talk about you a little bit. Okay. I'd like to know. You mentioned Publix. Yeah. So maybe even go back, way back to like when did you fall in love with coffee? Yeah. Uh, so I was raised in the typical Utah way and didn't really have coffee until I was in my early twenties and you know it took a while because it's scary at first and uh, started just drinking more and more uh, real coffee I guess and discovering the coffee shops around here and working from them doing schoolwork and loving that community as well and starting to get my get to know my own baristas on the customer side of things and I loved that so you know at first I was going to coffee garden which is just an establishment right and um then I moved to Holiday actually and started going to Three Cups, mm-hmm. and which is you know kind of comes out of Coffee Garden. Derek does, yep, he does. which is super awesome. And um, Ibis Coffees, then didn't they carry them as well? Yeah, Coffee Garden. Yeah, um, and then Three Cups is where I discovered more uh, of our boutique roasters, I guess. So uh, they have Blue Copper there and La Barba, and that's where I first had public as well. So I started working there too, and absolutely loved that job. That was just a wonderful place to learn and be, and their food is awesome. Yeah. The vibe is really great. Uh, and then from there, I moved into public, which is where I really learned the art of coffee, you know, just um, how to make really precise coffee and then how to make it beautiful as well. And I was able to work first at the West Temple location, and then I came on Public Kitchen when it was just opening, mm. which was just a totally different experience. Because we had to, I'd never been a barista for a restaurant, which is super intense, you know? And at first it was taking us like seven minutes to get people's drinks out, because you gotta be fast, right? And we had so many. and. Huh. So that's where I was really able to learn how to make coffee really quickly without losing the quality. Right. And that's what I think is really important in a barista um, is being able to balance those two things, you know. And I think that, like, if you learn your craft really well, you can do those things simultaneously. Uh, so I still work there sometimes because I love that community. And I've just really never left there yeah, you know sure. they're awesome and so I go back and they're still same regulars you know and oh, they yeah. have customer base that's been the same forever and I feel like you know myself too I've taken a little bit from all the coffee shops I've worked at and in right. a way I kind of feel like you need to work at more than one yeah to really gain like a broad experience into honing your craft absolutely and especially the busier ones you're like yeah. on the spot to like quality speed mm-hmm so and it takes some time, but it's like trial by fire, right? Yep. Like you, you learn a lot because you have to. And then you build confidence. Yep. I think I learned probably 
I got my confidence probably at Alchemy. Yeah. I was doing like those Tuesday night when they do the, the live music. Cool. And we had to make food, make drinks, all this. And then it was like me and one other guy usually. So I really got that confidence of yeah. like speed. And, right. You know. I love that. I love that busy me too. vibe. And I remember finally getting into a really good groove at Public Kitchen where it was like a dance, you know? And I love how in coffee shops you have this spatial awareness, right? And it's always funny when you move something and it takes you forever oh, 100%. to learn where it is again, <laughs> right? You know? I'm OCD, so yeah, I know exactly that. It's so funny. And here it's, uh, it's much slower, which yeah. is great as a training program. And our machine is much more automatic. We actually have a top-of-the-line La Marzocco tamper. Uh, so it, it's a grinder. It grinds it out by itself, and it tamps it, which is super strange to me still, but uh, works really well here. Yeah. And so it's interesting even to learn how to make the coffee that I'm used to with much more automatic yeah. machinery, you know? But it's great for the youth to learn on, too. And, right. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Another fun thing is like with these throwdowns that we've been going to is yeah. being able to go to a random shop and just walk in and you're, you're experiencing a brand new machine each time. Right. And it's just like, whoa, what do we got here? You know, yeah. but you got to make it work. Right. A good know? way to hone your craft again. Right. Yep. So being yep. adaptable no matter where you're at. Um, one of my favorite questions for the podcast is tell me your morning coffee routine. All right, um, so drip coffee. Honestly, at this point, I'm all about drip coffee. Yeah. <laughs> um, throughout the day, I just keep a steady stream. <laughs> right. But uh, first thing in the morning, just go and make myself a cup of drip coffee and a little bit of cream, and yeah. it's good to go. I sit outside in my backyard with my brand new puppy, and. Nice. Try to get him to not drink my coffee and <laughs> hang out, you know? Awesome. Other than so that, uh, a good cortado. Yes. When I have one, that's that's my that favorite. That makes your day. For sure. Absolutely. So if someone comes in, either here or public, and, and they don't know what they want, and they ask you to make them something, what would you give them? So depending on you know, what I can read from them and what they tell me a little bit about themselves. I do love to give people Cortados yeah. because it's something that they haven't had often. Yeah. And it's such a good way to taste the espresso without it being overwhelming, you know? Um, here, we make all of your fancy, delicious, sweet drinks. Yeah. That's what we do here and it's what the youth love too. True. So, you know, if you've never had your your Starbucks style caramel macchiato with without that Starbucks coffee with local coffee right. um, it's delicious people love it you know so that's definitely different than what I was originally trained on but it's dessert coffee you it know is. that's super yummy so and it, and it introduces people to coffee right and then they begin to get curious yeah. and experiment that's exactly how I started too you know I wasn't prepared to drink a cortado yeah. when I first started drinking coffee it was super sweet and it slowly got less and less sweet yep. now I'm at that drip coffee stage you know <laughs> but I appreciate all coffee and I think that's really important here too because 
I think we can have a really narrow view of what good coffee is. And I've said for since working here and a little bit before that the only right way to make coffee is the way that tastes good, you know, and that's what it should be for everyone mm -hmm. and not be closed off to anybody. And so that's what's really vital here. You know, our youth love that super sweet chai with a shot of espresso in it that they don't really want to taste, you mm -hmm. know, but that's just where they're at. You mentioned uh, when we first sat down uh, being part of a tea guild or something. Yeah. So are you also into tea? Yeah, I'm really into tea. Uh, so I'm part of the Utah Tea Guild. We put on community ceremonies once a month, uh, sometimes more often. I usually, every other Saturday, I do a ceremony that's really casual. And we hold those at Green Thread Herbs, which is just a wonderful place. It's in the avenues now. And we use tea, mostly imported from Taiwan. So many different types of traditional teas, uh, pu'er, oolong, greens, and it's a really nice way to meditate and be silent with other people, which is another way of, of growing community that we're severely lacking now. Like if you can be quiet with another person or other people, it develops this bond that is really hard to describe now. You know, I think we're, we have so many distractions oh, yeah. now that just sitting... So this is kind of a silent ceremony. Yeah. Okay. It's a, really cool. So it's silent uh, for the first part yeah. for several cups. And then we do open it up and kind of talk about our experience and then just talk as people, you know, and a lot of times... I've never met these people before, you know, and so the server does often act as a guide to breaking that silence, which is actually probably the most awkward part yeah. is coming back to talking after silence. But these things, just coffee and tea really, um, they have so much in common and being able to like sit with another person over a cup of coffee you know hot drinks mean hospitality somebody comes into your house you know you say can I get you tea or coffee and that is across most cultures you know probably all a yeah. hot drink you know means welcome Problem. yep it's awesome yeah it's awesome um, I'll give you one more question and then we'll wrap it up and then okay. if you have anything feel free to throw it in there too all right um, but I was just gonna ask what's next for you anything on the horizon like things you want to do this year or next yeah well you know this program is very new and we're working on a more uh, thorough training program so I'm really looking to dive in and just you know build it. be here build it and connect with the youth and get more in here, you know, because sometimes since it's so new, we don't have a ton of youth moving through uh, at this moment. We've had quite a few. So just getting that momentum going, which is really great. I've been here since October and it's changed drastically. It was fun to come on and just kind of do whatever I, I wanted, you know, and so diving into that, making it deeper or thorough. So. It's a beautiful location. There's plenty of seating and open space. I believe you can rent the space. You can, yes. So 
there is a lot of space and we've done some private events. KRCL often uh, hosts Radioactive from here, which is really awesome. They're a wonderful resource for us, supporters. They're, they're so great. Um, and then it's a wonderful place to study, get work done, meetings, so, podcasts. Podcasts. <laughs> so if you just go to modscafe.com, you can fill out a form to rent the space and contact us about different events. Sweet. Where you'd like. Yeah. Anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? Um, come on down. It is a beautiful space. Yeah. You know, we have everything you need, and it's such a great cause. Are there any times that you're closed so people don't show yeah, up? Yeah, so we're open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Saturdays we're open 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., and then we're closed Saturday, Sundays. Sunday. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Say real pleasure to meet you. Yeah, thanks Super so much. Rad. Super rad. Thank great. you. Podcast listeners, I hope you enjoyed this episode today with Sabriel Parker here at Mods Cafe in Salt Lake City. What an awesome thing they're doing down here, uh, becoming a part of their community, helping the youth. I Please, guys, I encourage you to go check them out, Mods Cafe on Instagram. Um, also, you can look them up online, find out what they're up to, and see how you can help them out as well. Again, guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying the program, and we will shout at you next time.